You're listening to the We Talk Seahawks podcast, a podcast brought to you by Seahawks UK. Stay tuned to our weekly episodes for pre-game and post-game shows, as well as fun and engaging discussions, and hopefully some special guest interviews along the way. Thank you for listening, stay tuned, and go Hawks! Ladies and gentlemen, Seahawks and football fans everywhere, a very warm welcome back to the We Talk Seahawks podcast. I hope you're all doing very well. It is week one coming up. It is this Sunday, six o'clock. Um, we're all looking forward to it now. It's all finally finally come. The pre-season's finished and we can start looking forward to some proper football now. Um, tonight, obviously, I haven't got Pez or Matt joining us tonight. They both can't join us for different reasons. Um, but we are joined by a lovely little guest. It's uh, obviously the, the Colts this weekend. Um, so we're looking ahead to the Colts and, and, and sort of where we can win the game. And, and thought we'd, we'd bring someone on, get a, get a Colts opinion. Um, so I'm joined by the fantastic Harrison Woods from the UK Colts fan page. Uh, Harrison, thanks very much for joining us tonight, mate. How are you? Yeah, it's it's Friday and football's back. Who isn't it? it? Is, and yeah, just a quick shout out. What a, what a way to kick off the season last night. What it, I mean, I didn't stay up and watch it myself because I just no. thought, you know, we're doing this tonight and it's <laughs> half one, but I thought I, it, it, I was a bit good because it is, mm-hmm. it, it did look a good game on paper, but it yeah. didn't have to live like, but can't help but think the refs maybe, maybe gave that one in favour of Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, it was, a, it was a good game by the looks of it. Watch, watch the highlights and that. So if, 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 if that's anything to go on, I think it's, uh, it's going to be another fun season. Um, so no, we'll just get you, like say, we'll, we'll get your opinion on some of the some of the moves that the Colts have made this off season. Obviously, we we've all know that Carson Wentz is now under centre with the Colts and everything. So we'll talk a little bit about him. Um, like say, we'll talk about some of the guys that you think might be making an impact for the Colts this season and and, and this Sunday, obviously, um, and where you think the the Colts can sort of win the game and a few of the keys to the game for for the Colts from your perspective. Just giving us the lowdown on our week one opposition. Um, so yeah, I guess there's only one place to, to start really, and that's Carson Wentz. Obviously, it's been a little bit of a, a carousel at the quarterback position recently. But you made the move for Carson Wentz. Obviously, a bit of a down year in the past season or two, um, and he's got a change of scenery in, in, in Indianapolis. Um, I mean, just give me a sense of sort of the gauge of the the feeling around the Colts. Is is it a move that the majority of the fans are happy with, or is it more of a Sort of, you know, we don't really see Carson Wentz as the franchise quarterback. Is it, is it sort of, is it mixed? Is it sort of on the fence, or where where are we at with him? I think it was a it was a roller coaster. You know, I I, I can't uh, sit here and say I wanted Carson Wentz because you could go and find <laughs> amples of tape of me saying I don't want Carson Wentz in Indianapolis. Um, but. You believe in what the the front office see, right? That's that's the be all and end all of all team is the front office, and yeah. you look at what Frank Wright's done, not just with Carson Wentz, but with Andrew Luck in his limited time with him, with Philip Rivers, Dakota mm-hmm. Brissett. You know, he's made some quarterbacks who haven't had the best of the time do yeah. great, and yeah. it was about bringing that belief to the team of we could have gone and got Matt Stafford, but. The price he went to LA for. It's a lot, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I think it's, like I say, I think, and obviously I was, I was looking up on the Colts today and everything, and I've seen that you've obviously reminded me that you, you brought in um, Frank Reich as the, as the head coach now, and yeah. obviously he was the offensive coordinator on the Eagles team in 2017 with the Super Bowl, and obviously Carson Wentz 
probably his best season in the NFL was with Frank Wright as the offensive coordinator. So I guess you can kind of see what the Colts are trying to do with that, pairing him mm. back up with his most sort of successful coach at the NFL level. I mean, it, it, it really could go one of two ways. Like you say, it could be, you know, just a stopgap quarterback again for another year or two and they give up in, in a couple of years and it's someone else. Mm. Or, you know, Carson Wentz might really kick on and, and, and like I say, paired with, with Reich again, he might sort of refine this form. So it's, it, it, it is for me, it, looking from the outside in type of thing, it, it, I, I'd be more confident that he wasn't going to do well just because it's Carson Wentz. Um, like I say, he's got all the ability in the world. Yeah. And like I say, you mentioned Jared Goff, and I think it's, it, it's, it's gone on a very similar career path at the minute to Jared Goff. I mean, they're both yeah. drafted in the same year, top 10. Um, started their careers off really hot. Obviously, both went to Super Bowls. Yeah. Um, and and sort of in the past few years, it's just gone gone downhill for them. Um, so yeah, it could go really one or two ways. Um, but going on to the sort of preseason and the off season, obviously you went three and zero in preseason, so can't get better than that. Obviously, you know, I think I can't remember who you put. Was it the Jets, the Vikings, and the yeah, I can't the other team. yeah. Um, but three and all, can't knock it. Yeah. Obviously, it's pre-season and, you know, you, you take everything with a pinch of salt. But mm-hmm. sort of initially the, the going into week one and obviously the regular season beyond it, what, where are the confidence levels with the Colts? Because obviously it's a team that want to be getting back to, you know, yeah. like championship games and Super Bowl games. But do you think that's a realistic proposition for the 2021 Colts or is it going to take a bit more time? Um. I'm fully a, I'm a homer, James. We are, I believe we're going to <laughs> um, uh, and, and that's just me. But yeah, there's a when I look at it objectively rather than in my heart, because mm. everyone everyone wants a team to win the Super Bowl. And yeah, that's the great thing about the off season that everyone thinks their team's going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, and you know we've only gotten better from last year. Mm. We was missing a key couple of pieces. You know, Philip Rivers pretty much had one leg for yeah. eleven games. So, yeah. and we made him look—you know—we made him look like the Philip Rivers we all know and love, not the Philip Rivers who had a terrible year the year before yeah. he came to Indy. Yeah, and you—I suppose it's just it, Chris Ballard is the best GM in the league, mm. and I can say that as a Colts fan, and I can say that as a neutral. Mm-hmm. Anyone would kill to have a, a Chris Bellar type JM mm-hmm. because he's just he's built a team that isn't just shiny pieces. Yeah. Uh, granted, we had to go through the Ryan Griggsons to get him, who ruined Andrew Luck's career and never be seen in Indianapolis again. <laughs> um, but it's it's about the culture. There was a massive culture change, and mm. even if you Google it, you know you, you see people like Pat McAfee and Robert Mathis and why. Uh, Freeney and Marvin Harrison tweeting mm. this Chris Chris Ballard is a genuine guy yeah um, so I believe everything he does and that for me my confidence is sky high um, mm. I think this is the year we take about the AFC South mm-hmm. uh, obviously a big back and forth with us and the Titans at the minute yeah sort of like twin brothers fighting <laughs> um, and that's just the way it is but I, I I think we've improved from last year. Mm. I would be happy with a run into the playoffs. I'm not. I'd love to say we're going to win it. Yeah. And I believe that. But yeah. I would be happy with a run into the playoffs. 
Yeah, I'd say. I mean, again, looking from the outside in, it, it's it's a talented team. Um, you know, back to front, it, there's talent on both sides of the ball. Obviously, there's the enigma that is Carson Wentz, and obviously he's got he's got a decent bunch of receivers when everyone's fully healthy. He's got arguably one of the best running backs coming through in in the NFL in Jonathan Taylor. Um, you know, there's there's key players on the defense that are still playing well. Um, it, it it is a, it is a talented team. It, like you say, it's. It's similar to the NFC West. Obviously, you've got you know a, a bunch of talented teams in the division. Obviously, the, the, the standouts being the Titans. So it's you know it's going to be hard to sort of you know dethrone them. And, and obviously, you'll have to play them down the line in, in the AFC. And you know you've still got the Chiefs and, and everyone like that. Um, but it, it it is it's 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 a talented team. It's it, there's no reason why, like say in my opinion, that you can't have a have a, have a deep playoff run. Um, like I say, I think the only things again looking from the outside in. That I would be cause, you know, for a little bit of concern. Obviously, we keep saying about Carson Wentz, but aside from him, I think, I mean, like I say, correct me if I'm wrong, but just looking at sort of like the depth charts and everything, the cornerback position looks a little bit sort of mm-hmm. unsteady at the minute. Um, I think obviously the offensive line is 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 still a very decent unit. Yeah. Talked about the running game and that, and obviously you've got some nice weapons on on offense as well. But I just think that cornerback and similar with the Seahawks as well our cornerback position is a real question mark as well but I mean how much is that position of a concern for you obviously you've got experience there in Xavier Rhodes but do you still believe he's got enough in the tank and is there enough depth at that position so I mean from what I know he's out week one Xavier Rhodes so yeah. it's, it's definitely an exploitable space mm. um, because he was he was a missing piece on that defence last year yeah Um Rocky Sin didn't have a great year last year. Uh, that's mm-hmm. no secret. But there was a lot of stuff that he got flagged on that could have gone either way. It it happens in football, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just it depends which you know side the rest wake up on in the morning. And <laughs> so it, it is really one of them. We have talented play, players who last year flashed, and I think the we need consistency this year. Yeah, the biggest downfall for the Colts is we can be our own worst enemy. Yeah, we could sack someone for eighteen yards and then let them run up the middle for sixteen. And it's yeah. like we've gone from a third and eighteen to a four and one, and it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah. I suppose that's the best way to explain it. We yeah. we're our own worst enemy. Yeah, um, like I say, I can very much relate to that in terms of giving up stupid players and, and everything like that. Um, but a, a guy I, I do want to touch upon one of one of the rookies, the, the first round pick, Quitty Pay. Um, he was a, a one of my favourite players coming out of out of college for this year's NFL draft. Obviously, with his story and um, not just that, but obviously his, his production, um, his, his style of play at you know at Michigan and everything, and just really liked him coming out of college. Thought he could have gone potentially a little bit higher in the first round, but obviously he fell to you guys. Um, just just how pumped. Is everyone in, in, in the Colts world for, for Quitty Pay's rookie season? I couldn't believe Quitty Pay fell to us. Yeah. I think yeah. I woke up my whole street yeah. <laughs> when I realised that Quitty Pay would fall into the Colts. Yeah. But I've said this many times in a year where it seemed like Chris Ballard couldn't work his magic in the off season, mm. Quitty Pay falls to him. <laughs> I, just, I really, especially yeah. I believe the Titans traded up one above us and I thought they're going to take him. They're yeah. gonna take him just as yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't believe and when he when he was there, and obviously they made their pick, and he was still there. 
Mm. I was screaming and I was just like, you know, when it gets to the draft and you're watching and your pick hasn't come in in one minute, two minutes, three minutes and time starts going down, you're like, yeah. oh no, what is yeah. he doing? Because Chris Ballard is a GM who famously trades back and trades out of the first round. He, he's, I don't want to say he's devalued the first round, but he yeah. doesn't put, he doesn't stress that position. Um, I mean, you look, we traded for DeForest Buckner the year before for one first round pick. Mm-hmm. That seems mental to me. Yeah. And we hadn't, you know, I hadn't watched the Colts pick in the first round for like three, four years even maybe. So yeah. Yeah. I was pumped. And then Robert Muffus is teaching this kid. You know, mm-hmm. that, that that's not a bad school of no. learning to go to. No. Because <laughs> so, no, you, you doubled down on you doubled down on the defensive end. I, I can't remember the guy's name, but you picked yeah. another pass rusher in the second, or was it second or third round that you picked him up? Yeah, for? yeah. Uh, second, Deo. I'm going to murder his last name, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Odd. Or a bingo or something like that. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I think we was all baffled by that as Colts fans because we was looking maybe corner, maybe offensive mm. lineman. Mm. Um. But Chris Ballard, he, he's got a draft philosophy where he drafts the best player available. He doesn't go reaching. He's no. Not, he's not bothered about positional need. Yeah. He will draft who he thinks is the best player available, mm-hmm. which can haunt him. You know. Like we say, Rocky Sin's not been great, and there's a couple of others who haven't exploited. But that's yeah. just the draft. Um, but it's done. It's also done him well. Darius Leonard, mm-hmm. you know, who mm-hmm. was the worst player in the draft. These so-called experts were saying mm-hmm. is now arguably top five linebacker. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it just shows, like, say, I, I'm I'm sort of one of those people who's a bit, you know, a big fan of drafting the best sort of player available. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's something that, say, that the Seahawks have tried to move towards because, like you say, some of our picks have been a little bit head-scratching, but they just excuse mm-hmm. it by, oh, he's the best player on our board, so we took him type thing. Yeah. Um, and like I say, it, it's, the draft's a mystery in a lot, really, in, in, in a lot of ways anyway, but I, I did really like that pretty pair pick, and like you, I was a bit surprised that he, that he went that low. Um, so in, in terms of like the off-season overall, it, if you were to sort of grade it in terms of how well do you think that off off season's gone, where where would you be at the minute? It's hard because I could say it was perfect, but you mm. know it, it, we we just don't know. It's all yeah. it, if you come back to me in a year, yeah, I could tell you because Carson Wentz would have, like we say, he, he would have shown his true colours in Indy. Yeah, it's just where I'd say it's. You know, they, they usually rate, I'd say a B plus, a solid B plus. plus. Uh, also getting Eric Fisher in, mm. uh, off the chase was a big pickup. Okay. His injury is not the greatest situation, but. Yeah. Oh, well, when he's yeah. healthy, he's the, he's the, he's the left tackle going forward, isn't he? And that's yeah. a, you know, a free agent signing. So, um, so like I say, we'll, we'll, we'll get to, to week one, obviously, the Seahawks. Um, <laughs> You've got the home field advantage. Um, yeah. However, I was looking up, and you won't you won't forgive me for this, and you'll probably be aware of it when I start reading it out. But the Colts haven't won a regular season opener since 2013. Like, what's going on there? Um, yeah, we just we don't win the opening game. Yeah. We lost to Jacksonville last year. Yeah, yeah, you did. Um, yeah, I can't I I couldn't go back and tell you we've lost to you previously, but no, it's just like we sort of go. 
yeah, we'll lose this one right now. We'll get going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh yeah. Um, I would say we, we don't really get to play as often. Um, yeah. I think Russell Wilson only played. I think it's it's uh, Andrew Lux Colts once back in like say back in 2013, where where yeah. coincidentally it was your last last <laughs> win um, against the, the Seahawks. Um, we won the last matchup against the 40 in uh, in 2017, 46 to 18. Um, but it's yeah, we don't really play, so I can't really. So you know, it's a bit of a hard one to call in, in that sort of yeah. sense because the, the teams don't have a, have a massive record against each other. But um, like you say, I think Eric Fisher's out. Like say the left tackle Xavier Rhodes. Um, I think that young, like say that young pass rusher Kamiko Toure. Yeah, yeah, I think he's been ruled out yeah. as well. So. And I, I, I want to get a little bit of an update if you can on Paris Campbell because I've seen a few sort of things saying that he's yeah a little bit on the fence whether yeah. really won't he play because um, I mean if, if he doesn't obviously T Y Hilton's out we know we know he's out mm-hmm. um, it, it's a lot of pressure on on second year man Michael Pittman um, who I, who I do like I do like Pittman I think he's a decent sort of you know backup wide receiver two type player who potentially could jump to to wide receiver one um, but it, it's there's a lot of injuries there, and, and, and is that concern you? Do you think you'll be able to overcome those injuries in this game, or will it be too much, do you think? I mean, I'll address the wide receiver call, um, mm. just because I knew it's not a dig, but I knew you'd miss him out on a lot of the league. <laughs> it's, 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 honestly, it's not a dig, because a lot yeah. of the league sleep on this kid. Yeah. Zach Pascal. a yeah. lot of people forget about how good Zach Pascal is. I watched him last year. Mm. And he's T.Y. Hilton's replacement. No matter what anyone says, he's T.Y. Hilton, wide receiver one replacement. Right. Uh, Mike Pittman, you know, excellent stuff last year. Mm. We know Philip Rivers likes to spread the love around. He's not going to find the favourite target. He's just going to he's gonna pass it all over the field. So yeah. we didn't get to see the best of him, but we did see, uh, I think it was the Green Bay game. He absolutely tore it up. Yeah. Um. And, you know, we, we, it's a Colts offence that is still run the ball. We wouldn't, mm. we have to run the ball. When we run the ball, we're a good football team. Mm. Um, and it, if we can run the ball well on you, I, I don't know what your run D's like. Mm. Um, it just takes a lot off Carson Wentz. Yeah. And yeah. That, that would be my game plan. You know, we've yeah. got, we got the best. In my eyes, the best offensive lineman in the league in Quentin Nelson. Yeah. Uh, Braden Smith hasn't allowed a sack all last year. Mark Gwinski, also another second, first round pick, uh, mm-hmm. second round pick, sorry. Mm-hmm. And the only piece that I'm missing is Eric Fisher, which is a concern. Yeah. Um, like you say, I think, obviously, with Jonathan Taylor, he, he was a guy who, like I said, we don't need a running back, but I just, he's, you could just see coming out of college, he, he was, he's, I'm not going to compare him to Derek Henry just yet, but he has that. It's sort of a sort of similar. Derek, Derek Henry has a poster of Jonathan Taylor on his yeah. well. <laughs> He might do it at the end of this season if he leads you to a Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, it, it's you could just tell coming out of college yeah. again when you drafted him, he was going to be a, a dominant runner, and he, and he is. And like say he's got that dominating offensive line to to block from and, and run behind, and it just seems to work for you guys. Um, and I think, like you say, the, the, the running game, especially in week one, will be more put on its back a little bit with the injuries to, to the receivers. Just like you say, easing Carson Wentz into the offense, helping him out, giving him sort of little check downs and, and running the ball, keeping it on the ground type thing. Um, so it, it, I think 
if you do start running the ball well on our defensive line, and I, I, I do think you'll be a tough team to stop, um, as, as any powerful running game is. Um, so it, it is going to be an interesting one, I think. Where, from my opinion, where I see us sort of winning the game a little bit is those sort of. Um, I think we've got a little bit too much of a mismatch in terms of the receivers and your sort of secondary players. Um, like I say, I don't know whether it is that sort of similar thinking to what you have. It is do you worry that your secondary is not going to be able to match up with Metcalf, Lockett, and, and the receiving weapons the Seahawks have, or do you think you can shut them down? My worry is, and everyone knows my gripes with our defensive coordinator, <laughs> Fleece. He's not a bad coordinator. He's just yeah. very stubborn. Yeah. Extremely stubborn. He will not change his tactic no matter what. He will he will always rush for. Um mm-hmm. maybe this has changed this year. I hope it's changed, but he tends to rush for mm-hmm. and he makes you play underneath, hoping Darius, Bobby Okariki, mm-hmm. uh, Kenny Moore, who was fantastic last year, can you know, get a pick an odd pick and odd turnover here and there. Yeah. Uh, we know the superstar. You know, DK Metcalf is fantastic. Lockett, like you say, is fantastic, and Wilson. It, it's not the um, what am I trying to say? The Seahawks' offense. I know what they can do, mm-hmm. and that is what scares me. Yeah. Movie, when I was looking at this matchup, it was which defense turns up for the Seahawks, and that it, yeah. it's not of like how you probably look at it from your side. We know what the Colts can do with the ball. Mm-hmm. No, they defensively. Yeah, I think that's fair because, like yeah. I say, I think we all know how good the Seahawks offense is and, and can be in 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 2021 and everything. Like say with with Metcalf, Lockett, and Wilson, and and the rookie T. Eskridge and Gerald Everett adds that, and obviously you've got Chris Carson there. Like you say, so we've got a, a decent running game that that we've established over the past few years. But so I, I do I do think you're right. I think it's what sort of Seahawks defense turns up because, like you say. Ken Norton is our defensive coordinator, and I think in the mm-hmm. first half of the season, um, or for Seahawks fans, are more easily to reference it. Just pick when Carlos Dunlap was traded for, and, and we were we were rubbish before that and decent after it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, in, in the first half of the season, the, the defense was awful. Couldn't buy a sack, couldn't buy a turnover type mm-hmm. thing really. Um, and then obviously something changed. Obviously bringing Carlos Dunlap and one or two other guys came in. And it's just reinvigorated the defense, and I think the end of, they weren't the number one defense, I don't think, or they might have been, but I think they were number one in sacks produced in the second half of the season. So if if they can carry that on, then you know technically you've got a, a, a defensive line that's producing again, and you brought most of them, we brought most of them guys back, we got Carlos Dunlap back, and everything like that. Um, so it, but it's it's that for me, it's that cornerback position. We don't quite know what. The Seahawks yeah. defense is for 2021. I think we know what the offense is. It's yeah. just this defense, and that'll be the determinant of how good our season is, really. Um, so no, I think in terms of, like I say, it, it's it is going to be tough. Obviously, you have got the home field advantage. Um, it, it's one of those games. It, it's not. It, it could be a potential banana skin for the Seahawks. Obviously, week one is is. Yeah. is Tough and it's you know a little bit of an anomaly. Anyone can win week one. Exactly, week one yeah. anyone can win. Um, but it, it's it, with with the injuries on your side, I do I will favour the Seahawks in my opinion. Um, I mean, where again, sort of 
where do you think the real key key battles are going to be? Where do you think, if you were to pick one thing, sort of where the Colts will win the game, is, is it that running game? Is it Jonathan Taylor or is it something else that we maybe should be worried about? I, I mean, it's, it's our defensive line. I mean, yeah. the simple fact is, what's your plot? I would want to know what the plan is for the Colts' defensive line. Yeah. Because you have to double DeForest Buckner. You can't mm-hmm. leave him on a single man. Mm-hmm. Quitty pay, okay, like you say, it's pre-season, but he's looking, he looks a bit raw. Yeah. But he, he, he's ferocious. Yeah. And Grover Stewart, Grover Stewart looks fantastic. And Al-Kadeem Mohammed, I mean, these are, mm-hmm. they're not the limelight guys who you probably don't know much about, but these are guys mm-hmm. who, you can't forget about them on that defensive line. So mm. I don't know the Seahawks O-line situation. The game I watched, it was, it might have been the, I want to say the Rams and Russell, mm. it felt like Russell Wilson was running for a million yards to throw for free. Yeah, pretty um, much. So it, it's, it's what's the plan that, like you say, we haven't, we haven't really got any rivalry because we don't play each other. Yeah. You know, the, and it's from, in my eyes, it's two playoff teams. Going at it. <laughs> I, I think it'll every be it'll be every bit of that once the playoff season's here and, and we'll look back at week one. I think, like I say, I think both teams could easily finish regular seasons with eleven, twelve type win seasons yeah. minimum. So it, it is really going to be a tough game. It's going to be a really close game in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I say, I think I do I do worry about this Colts defensive line against our offensive line. I think our all line improved last year, but it's still as with every Seahawks O-line, you're never fully confident in it unless you've got, you know, Trent Williams and all these Hall of Fame, even with a full Hall of Fame offensive line, it could somehow <laughs> fall apart in Seattle. Um, so, it, yeah, it, it is going to be a tough game. So if if I was to force you to sort of come up with a prediction or, or a score, or score prediction, what, what, what are you thinking at the minute? Oh, I'm going to go... It's, it, it's going to be like the game last night, and I reckon the Colts will eke it, eke it out, but I reckon it'd be like 2017, maybe a, a, a walk-off field goal from Lightning yeah. to win it. Or that's what I'll say, but it could, it's, you look at all the experts, and it's literally, I wouldn't like to bet on this game, put it that way, because no. it's probably three points either way, I reckon. Yeah, oh, I'm I'm leaving this one out my account. I mean, I don't normally bet on the Seahawks anyway, but if I if I did, I'd be leaving this one out of my account anyway. Because, like you say, this really could go either way. Um, like I say, I'll go with my Seahawks because I yeah. kind of have to, but it, I could just as pretty much easily see you lot see you lot, uh, turn us over. So, um, yeah, I think in in terms of a regular season record, do you see yourselves as a sort of like I say this twelve win team? Is that a realistic? Number to aim for in the in the win column about twelve. It's it's a long old season, especially that extra game, and it? it's a long old season. Yeah, it is. Um, ceiling, you know, you're talking potential. We're a thirteen fourteen win team, mm. but obviously that's everything going perfect for you. That's not yeah. going to happen. So yeah, around yeah. the twelve mark, I'd be over the moon with. Yeah. But my goal: win the division. Win yeah. the division, and I'll be happy. Yeah, well, I think if you win the division over the Titans, I think you'll be a better mm-hmm. team than people are giving you credit for. And, and I think, like I say, it, it, I don't see why it couldn't happen. I think you're pretty similar teams, really, in terms yeah. of yourselves and the Titans. Powerful running game, you know, a, a quarterback who, you know, Tannehill was a bit like sort of 
Wayne's just needed that change of scenery and he's kicked on a little bit now and you know you've both got good defenses both got good receiving weapons obviously so yeah it's it, it, you are a bit of a hard one to put put the finger on really um, yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised to see you in in the you know the the final few playoff games I really wouldn't so yeah no it's been um, that that's pretty much it really just to get your sort of little overview a little bit of a a, a warning sign for us you know um, letting us know which players we should be looking out for and I think uh, I think you've listed a fair few who I'll be I'll be keeping my eye on now like you say that those young defensive players and you know that that uh, Zach Pascal who like I say I, I did know who he was but like I say I didn't didn't really factor him in in, in the terms of the of the depth chart and the injury so yeah it'll be be interesting to keep an eye on him see see what he does but um, oh yeah um, loved having you on mate it's been a Good to get some insight onto the Colts. Like you said, don't know much about you lot, but uh, you've you've scared me for now anyway. I was pretty confident going into going into Sunday, but I think we're gonna think it'll be as easy now. Uh, so no, thanks for coming on with us, Harrison. It's been uh, it's been really good, and best of luck for the season, mate. Cheers, pal. No, cheers, mate.